Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Where you come from, do you put the kettle on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Luke Moore's here. Ramos Mexico. Jim Campbell's here. Hola. And England's Rose, Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Oh. Yuri Gagarin is doing his job properly. That's all I'm saying. He Absolutely, is a fearless man. It's a digital football thing. It is, ladies and gentlemen, for the <laughs> black great fans among us. Oh, we've got a big result. There it is. Yeah. There, there it is. England four. <laughs> Just glancing into the future. Yeah. Um, oh, the Mexicans causing earthquakes back home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh Loving my it. goodness. Where were the Germans? Yeah, and frankly, who cares? Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> Bar- Barry Davis would have said if he wasn't as professional. Let's not be disrespectful to our... European to brothers. To German. No, let's be very disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. It's rare we get the chance. We're let's not piling on it. It's unlikely we're going to be able to be respectful to England. All I'm saying. So let's be disrespectful yeah, to that, Germany. That's instead. the point I'm about to say is that they lost 1 0 to a good Mexico side. Tomorrow, when we're talking about England having been beaten 2 1 by Tunisia. With hangovers. With, yeah, with hangovers. With hangovers. Not I. I keep myself professional but in Jim, and outside the pub. It's Jim's birthday today and England yeah. are playing. There's no way we're not it's getting pissed. It's Jim's mm. birthday, everybody. Well done, Happy Jim. birthday, Jim. Well done, Jimbo. Christ. Another year. Well done. Mummy and Daddy Jim, yeah. yeah, having a bit of loving. Come on, Jim, with your clumsiness levels, it's amazing you've made it to this age. It is, isn't it? <laughs> you it should be a, very, very it proud is a of yourself. Statistical anomaly, but um, I'm I'm grateful for it. Almost mm-hmm. as clumsy as Urzil trying to defend against Mexico. Oh, at least yeah. he got back. At least he did. At least, at least he tried. He did. At least he did. Indeed, yeah. Well, hopefully England will give you the birthday present that you really want, Jim. Mm. But Mexico perhaps gave you something to cheer about oh. on your pre-birthday Absolutely, day. Absolutely, yeah, on, on my birthday eve. It was it was a beautiful um, performance, wasn't it? Because as we've said many times on the show, Mexico are the most World Cup team. And we've been waiting for yeah. a shock. Mm-hmm. And this is this is, was absolutely beautiful. Herving Lozano as well was talked up a lot before the tournament. And sometimes that kind of pressure affects a player and they get a little bit of play within themselves a bit but no he was racing to go it was, it was beautiful and you look at that team you think you know there's Chicharito in there there's Carlos Vela there's you know the, the, the DeSantis brothers are in, that, are in that squad and you think oh you know this is nothing we, we haven't seen before from Mexico but perhaps you forget the, the sort of advantage of having such a such a closely knit team that have been playing together for a long time those players have all, have all come of age well, it's it's interesting. sorry I was going to say it's interesting and not, not necessarily with, with, with Germany perhaps but we are starting to see a bit of a um, a bit of a pattern with Teams who have got one really big player. You know, we talked about how Ronaldo has, has, has essentially accepted his role on the team a bit more and is doing a little bit... You know, maybe almost we, we mentioned perhaps it's possible that even Ronaldo and Messi's roles have seemed to be reversed in international football. Argentina looking a lot towards Messi to their mm. detriment. Brazil, who will come on to, looking a lot towards Neymar, perhaps to their detriment. Mexico, as you say, a very tight unit. Everyone knows their jobs. And they... Um, exploited Germany's lack of legs and lack of pace to an incredible degree. I mean, it was incredible. To the point, now I understand Germany had chances. Now I understand, particularly in the second half, Germany pushed and pushed and that's always going to happen. 
But Mexico, if they had been clinical, would have been three or four nil up. Mm. They, they, they would have absolutely embarrassed Germany. It would have been like Netherlands against Spain. Um, when was that? 2014. Well, you were saying on the WhatsApp group, their um, decision-making in the final third was terrible. It really yeah. was. It's such a <laughs> shame. Had three or four yeah. I know. Right. But, Jim, you spoke about the togetherness of, of the side. Their Colombian manager, Juan Carlos Osorio, who could be one of the characters of this World Cup, has been... Uh, he, was, he was brought in a few years ago, but he's got this a kind of a siege mentality that mm. we often talk about in football. He's got that uh, togetherness of the group. He's been really criticised in Mexico for constantly tinkering away named 48 different lineups in 48 matches I love that right. well <laughs> rendering everything I just said as bullshit yeah, yeah. well no, no but they, can still be, they can still be a knitted together squad yeah, exactly I think the, the core group of those players have certainly been together for a little while um, and, and that t-shirt that he wore in the presser after the game saying play for the love of winning not for the fear of losing I love he, was, that. he was right on the corner of his I mean, technical area he's, where he's a brought a gem- t-shirt along there he's made up t-shirts well, he's, but, he's, but he was at the corner of the technical area with a white shirt on and obviously Germany were playing in white I was like you're just going to confuse your players or maybe the Germans yeah. or is that part of it I don't know and, yeah. I tweeted I think that, and then in... someone replied saying oh you weren't bothered, bothered about Harvey Renard doing it he was like well he wasn't practically on the pitch if and Morocco don't play in white yeah. <laughs> so exactly yeah. 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 Iran do though don't they sure yeah but who cares okay. <laughs> <laughs> it seems quite central to the L- point but, the same but I, th- I think um, uh, Osorio has been influenced by Harvey Renard and I think we all have to a degree he does, but... the, he does the get down on his uh, haunches kind of thing that a, a lot of coaches do that a lot of coaches do his nickname is the recreationist due to his unorthodox training Methods. The thing is, they're so obsessed with nicknames. They're so obsessed with nicknames in Central and South America. That one isn't even the short one. <laughs> yeah. They're making it harder. Just say a Sorio. It's much easier. <laughs> yeah. But you know, early on in this game, you could see that Joshua Kimmich, who I've said possibly on the continent, maybe or on this show, that is among the very best fullbacks in the world. Mm. He um, he pushes forward. He wants to attack, and then. But the problem is, he's got Kadira, who looked to like looked like he was over that side for quite a lot of it at the base of the midfield. He's got no legs. Muller just mm. didn't want to work back, and 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 Boateng and Hummels are slow. Mm. I mean, and Cruz was a bit like this. This doesn't normally happen when I play for Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah and I think Cruz missed having Casemiro behind him. I think big so. time. Yes. Yeah, I think anyone would. <laughs> yeah, but can, and I know this is going to sound like an Englishman just saying that Germany are arrogant for the sake of it. But, but gen- I, I thought that there's a touch but of genuinely that. there was a touch of arrogance about this. There, I think there was so. no. There was no urgency until it was far too late mm-hmm. there was almost a feeling that they that they thought oh well, yeah we'll, we'll close this out at some point it'll be is, fine is it possible for a team like that to be arrogant though when they are just so clinical or have been in the last um, yeah, million tournaments well, if, if you talk about 2014 Pete I mean a lot of those players are now four years older mm. well, you, and if you go against a team who are who are rapidly quick yeah, and who yeah. will hit you on the break and devastate you on the break Danny Murphy made a really interesting point on Five Live where he said because Mexico knew they were smaller yeah. they kept three people up front at all times well that's what he thought they did yeah because then that meant Germany wouldn't overload the box with taller players at set pieces mm. uh, but it, ultimately it was just their pace I mean G- Germany you can't you can't play like that and not work back. That's that's the mm. problem. And they got overrun over and over. Yeah. Kadir had a poor match, and he had a lot of the ball, but he just didn't seem to do anything with it. It was such a sluggish performance on Germany. Mm. Based based on that game, and there's only one game, and, and Marcus has made his feelings quite clear on opening games for teams. And I get that, but based on that game, this is a tournament too far for Kadira. I mean, he, he, mm. there's no way he can start the next game. They play Sweden next, and they play South Korea. They'll get decimated but he's, like, with, their, with their energy as well. How old's Hummels? 20, uh, 29. And he was just pulled all over the place. He was, mm. dra- he was getting dragged all over the place. I, the sort of thing that Ozil used to do to players. Yeah, <laughs> interesting enough. I, I found it very interesting to see how Mexico reacted after they'd scored, particularly in the second half, because it looked like they never really believed that second goal was going to come. They, they they sort of slashed at things where they could have taken a little bit more time because they had chances on the break, but mm-hmm. it, it almost felt 
felt like they were being consumed by the story of like, oh, let's let's not get carried away. It'd be mm. great if we, you know, get a bonus one. But it would have been interesting to see if they're a little more clinical because I think they've sort of they've become a team everyone wants to see do well now. Oh, I mean, everyone always yeah. wants Mexico to do well. They're just a team any, that for some reason you have good. Any team for, that but... turn over that quickly it, it is just one of like it's it's a swashbuckling team like that. It's, well, not swashbuckling, just a really quick kind of on the brick kind of team. Yeah. But like, it shows you what you can do. Direct. Yeah, direct. As you were saying, but, in the but, but also just also knowing how to mark people like Cruz. Like he just couldn't get hold of the ball. Yeah. Really, could he? It shows you what can be achieved. Germany are a far better side than Mexico on paper. Mm. But it shows you what you can achieve when the manager sets up and prepares, and it is executed, and they ha- and it has the confidence of the players. Of course, you've got to get the the you know your players have got to be up for it on the day and all, all, all that kind of stuff. But uh, Osorio was absolutely loving it. In, in the in the post match, with all due respect, we were superior to them, and not many <laughs> yeah. managers, not many opposition managers, say that about Germany, the world champions. You know, quite incredible. But he talked up about the, he talked up the plan that he'd been conjuring up for the past six months. Spoke of playing two wingers with pace and planning for the substitutions, as he put it, they tend to make. And that feeds into your point, perhaps, Luke, is that maybe Germany. Arrogant might be uh, perhaps a harsh word, but I understand why you're using it. Maybe they did rest on their laurels a little bit. Maybe they just thought, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll turn up, we'll be okay, all that kind of stuff. Now, there is, there is something to be said for a calmness of a side. You know, we, we talk about perhaps Spain maybe playing that way. They don't get rattled, they, 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 they do keep it there. But with this Germany side, it's not really that. But you've got to be focused as well. You can, you, calmness is fine, but I mean, the ultimate, the ultimate upshot to this game, if you look back at it now, is that Cruz and Kadira particularly looked like they could just coast their way through the midfield in the game. And and, and Herrera, who's had a great season at Porto, and yep. dominated that game in midfield, and Guadardo, who also oh, played yeah. very well, they were they were far better. They were much better players. They looked, it was much better Ka- performance. Carlos Ka- 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 Vela doesn't even play for LA Galaxy. He plays for the other <laughs> yeah. LA team, and he was one of the best performers on that field. But they, they, also, they also dominated down the left-hand side. Lozano mm. started off there. He, drift around a bit. he drifts around a bit, but he started off there and he got his goal. But Gallardo and Lozano on the left-hand side, they knew... And Azorio would have coached them on this. They knew that Kimmich just wants to attack, yep. and if and if Muller isn't going to work back because um, he doesn't feel like he wants to, or maybe he doesn't feel like he needed to against Mexico, then Kimmich was going to get constantly exposed. And that space that he left behind him, Barting and Hummels aren't quick enough to. Uh, Barting probably did better than Hummels and did mm. and did his best, but on his own he couldn't do it. Uh, and and the, the space was continually exploited. And I'm, I'll repeat what I said on, on the WhatsApp group as well. If, Pete is if, a dick. Yeah, I was going to say, where's this going? <laughs> what's, Pete, what's Pete doing here? No, no, it is, is, is that they, they, if they had made better decisions and were more clinical, there was two or three moments where... Um, it's, it's funny, someone pointed out, I think, before, that Hernandez was brilliant up until the decision at the end, yep. and, he, and, he was, and he was poor. You expect the opposite from him. He's normally mm. a clinical finisher. That's right, absolutely. Normally finishing off moves, um, but he didn't do that. Had he been on that sort of form... I mean, they, they would have been beaten probably three or four nil. But the whole performance smacked of Mexico knew exactly what Germany were going to do, yeah. and they completely overrun them. And I think the Germans were like, well, "Hang on, what's what's going on here?" Um, but it was, but it was absolutely incredible. I mean, Mexico, it just didn't it didn't occur to them that that's Tony Cruz that you're overrunning in midfield there. Yeah. That's flipping Sammy Kadir who plays for Juventus that you're just breezing past like he's not there. You know, they didn't It's a very a interesting World Cup, Marcus Bella, and I for one am enjoying it's it. It's great. Were we, were we all having a bit of Rafael Marquez coming on? Oh, come on! 
God. The, to- the Tony Cruz thing is an interesting point because I, I think maybe towards the back end of the last season in the Champions League, he looked like among the very best midfielders in the world. Not but then. You, but you take away Modric and Casemiro from alongside him, he yeah. looks a different player. Okay. But Germany are now four, um, eight to one, fourth favourites to win the damn thing um, this summer. So £10 with Bet365 returns, £90 including stake, should they successfully defend their title. Sweden next, isn't it? They put in a stinker of performance. And they're still four favourites to win it. Yeah. Um, but, but Rafael Marquez coming on to see out the last 20 minutes. Just get us over that. I'll tell you what we're going to do, Germany. Not fresh legs, is it? We're going to bring on a 39-year-old <laughs> yeah. who's, uh, who's going to be retiring at the end of this These tournament. legs are not fresh. <laughs> These legs have been left out I of the could... fridge for some time. Well, basically, many, I mean, many years. Mexico yeah. retiring a little bit. And, 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 and it, that, that moment could come when they suddenly go, oh my goodness, this is Germany and they're coming, they're coming hard on mm. us, if you pardon the expression. <laughs> um, uh, dearie me, ladies and gentlemen, I do apologise for Rafael that. Rafael Marquez, the, the Mexico are basically... I'd love it if Osorio went over to um, to uh, to uh, Yogi Love as uh-huh. as Marquez was warming up and just getting stretched off, ready with the assistant to, to get him on the pitch. Just went over to him and went, made his debut in '97, <laughs> playing for Mexico since '97. Well, he, he became uh, one of three men to participate at five World Cups when he came on. Made his debut in '97. He wasn't even picked for '98. Oh, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> so he could it? have had six. Could have had six. But Germany do face Sweden next. Sweden's versus South Korea is, of course, on today. A little bit of chat uh, surrounding this one is quite interesting. Shi Tae Young, the manager of South Korea, said most of his players wore different shirts for the pre World Cup friendlies against Bolivia and Senegal to confuse any opposition opposition scouts watching. What do you only, mean by different shirts? Well, different names on the back and all oh, that kind right. of stuff, I think. Um, the only son of Spurs, of course. Son of Spurs sounds quite good. And uh, Key of Swansea wore their proper jerseys. Probably because they're two of the more high-profile players inside. And Shin said, they might know a few of our players, but it's very difficult for Westerners to distinguish between Asians, and that's why we did that. All coaches probably feel their opponents are are always being spied on. Now, I I wouldn't like to go into those the first half of those comments, but the second half about always being spied on. Well, it's funny because a a, a scout from Sweden was apparently illegally watching a closed training session of South Korea's before the tournament. And the, 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 the manager was asked about this. Uh, and, and, and he said, oh, well, he was asked to leave. So then he watched from a distance. So right. he's still watching. And then, he was asked, and then he was asked, Jim, about, um, wasn't he uh, renting a house that was across the road from where South Korea were training? No, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Weird little cold war between Sweden and South Korea. <laughs> I love I'm it. Sure I've often said on this show that, you know, if you go over to the US and you watch all the US sports, there's been so many scandals, particularly in the NFL, about spies. About, about other coaches sending drones over and all this other stuff. Purely because the playbook of another team in the NFL is really big, right? Mm. If you can get access to their playbook, you can basically beat them. Not easily, but you give yourself a much better chance. Yeah. We never hear about this in football. It's weird. Would you remember the one in Italy where the bloke was wearing uh, camouflage gear and he yeah. was on a, there was a hill by where they train? I forget which sides it was. I think maybe Sampdoria were involved. And he was, he, there was a picture of him as well. And somebody had gone up to the hills where, by the side of the training ground and there was a bloke in camouflage gear who was a scout for the opposition side, <laughs> which I quite enjoyed. So Jonathan Wilson said that, um, I don't know if he said it on the show, I don't think he did, but he said to us that like, back in the day, uh, I don't know how many years, I can't remember which tournament it was, but it was a World Cup a while ago, where um, the, the media, the press guys at England were a lot more strict and they wouldn't give any of the journalists oh, that's um, right. any um, access. And they used to pick them up from their hotel and drive them in a minibus um, every, every day or every media day to the England camp and give them a few preset asked questions and that was it. And so Jonathan said what a lot of the journalists were doing were taking it in turns to jump out the minibus mm. um, when they stopped for a break or something and leg it through the forest <laughs> and, wa- and watch the training. 
uh, from up there to try and get more insight wow. about about England. Um, that they would rotate it around so the driver would never know that so, same people were missing every time. <laughs> that's, that's what they had to go to. That's the extent they had to go to to get information hell. on England. Yeah. They haven't got to that now because it's the Southgate era. Exactly. And it's much more open. Well, South, South, Southgate's interview yesterday was uh, wonderful on the television. Mm. I was like, Oh, I'm going excited. I like Gareth Southgate. He's a nice man. He was good on the radio this morning as well. He's he very, he's very uh, stoic and peaceful and he understands, he kind of understands the office a little Would bit. Would you say he's different to former England manager Fabio Capello? I will say that, yeah. yes. Yeah. Pete, would Gareth he Southgate, seems a little um, more invested. So. <laughs> Pete, would Gareth Southgate get a performance out of you? Uh, would, uh, as in what, like a dancing performance? Anything. Like a, yeah, I reckon he would. I yeah. think he's the type of manager who get yeah. the best out of old Donny yeah. there. He's yeah. like a monk, isn't he? You're right, he is very stoic, but he's also very focused mm, and, yeah. and calm. And yeah, The way like he delivers it, because he, um, he was asked on the BBC whether, when he had his England manager's uh, training kit on, mm. he was asked whether he stood in front of the mirror in his hotel room and had a look. And he, he, you could tell he was quite um, sort of put out by that. But, he, the, but you, you, you guys are right. The way he delivered the answer was like quite a firm... That's a stupid question, but I'm going to answer it in a respectful way. And he yeah. said something like, you know, I'm not here as a tourist. Yeah, I'm here to. I'm here to. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here to have a good time. I'm here to enjoy it. Yep. But I'm here to do a job on behalf of everyone at home. Uh-huh. And so I'm. That's not why I'm here, sort of thing. But you can imagine another manager being like, "No more no, sh- stupid question. Shut up." Mm. Yeah, he, you're right. Sam He's, Allardyce would have been shut up. No, Sam Allardyce would have been like, "Oh, yeah." Cool. <laughs> but he said that, didn't he, with his England tracksuit? He looked at himself in the mirror and he was absolutely loving it, which is fine. There's nothing sort of too wrong with that. But I think Southgate's that kind of um, respectful and kind of firm an erudite kind of approach that he takes with the media has been very successful and a lot of the yeah. journalists like him as we as we said before. There is a timeline not too far from this one where Sam Allardyce is in charge of this World Cup. <laughs> well, you should I watch, would love to be able to peek into that. You should watch that BBC documentary The Impossible Job because they interview every manager, I think mm. every living manager of England in, in chronological order and obviously Big Sam's in there. And um, Sven looks a bit like a smiley testicle these days. Yeah, he's had his hair shaved and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but the the, the stuff about um, Big Sam, it, the Big Sam sections are particularly interesting, purely because he, of course, never really got going. So he feels like there's a huge amount of unfinished business. Oh yeah, and, and although it, it could be perceived as being a bit sort of because he's literally saying stuff. Oh well, will I watch England in the World Cup? Yeah, but I'll be sitting there thinking that should be me there. Oh, I understand and, it and, from and his point so, of view. So that could come across as a little bit sort of a bit of bluster, but it, but the way he's saying it, mm. you can tell he's actually quite emotional about oh, it. Oh yeah, I felt yeah, quite sorry. About no, it. I, he wanted I, it his whole career, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. sitting watching England on the telly with a pint of wine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are going to talk about Brazil before we go to the break. Oh, I just, Luke, I just want to remind people: Germany were beaten. Yeah. <laughs> Germany Let's keep that in front of mind. Yes, yeah, well, I was about you. to say in the second half of this kind of football round, we're going to talk about Brazil, we're going to talk about Mitrovic, and we're going to mention Germany getting beaten again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. 
Try the super light tree runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Welcome back to the World Cup Ramble, everybody. Germany were beaten by Mexico 1-0, but we're going to talk about Brazil, one of the big boys. They drew one all with Switzerland. Mm. Disappointing start, good point for the Swiss, though. Fought hard, they roughed up Neymar, it's fair to say. A lesson in how to rotate foul. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. Led by Valeran Barami. It was almost like they're turning around going, right, Whose turn is it now? Yeah. Right, go on then. You do mm, it. Gombo the most fouled uh, player in a World Cup game since Alan Shearer in 98, apparently. Yes. Really? Which game was that? Do I don't know. know. But that's what it was. That was 11 fouls or something. Blimey, yeah, it was 11 fouls. Would it have been Alan Shearer in 98? It would have been, wouldn't it? Alan Shearer was in 98, yeah. 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 You imagine Alan Shearer could probably take more of a kick than uh, yeah. Neymar. Yeah, that's because Alan Shearer would back of an injury. Yeah, but that's because Alan Shearer was fouling them. Yeah, 12 times. I couldn't figure out whether Neymar was just not up to speed after his injury or he was just too busy being fouled. I couldn't figure it out. I know what you mean. I thought he. I think he lacked fitness, per no, se. I think. No. But, but you are right, it was difficult to tell. <laughs> but, but as you mentioned earlier, Luke, Argentina trying to go through Messi all the time. Come, give it out to Willian, maybe? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, I, that, I, that's, that's, that's the point. That's the point I made about Messi and Argentina after the Iceland game. Yes, that did happen. Exactly happened like that. But um, the other players have got to exploit that. The other players that Brazil have got, Coutinho, G- uh, Jesus and Willian. Against against the Swiss back four, who which is okay. I mean, it's experienced, and you know you've got Rodriguez who plays at, at Milan. He's a good player. Lichtsteiner's best years are behind him, but he's still good. Shah is as a, he's the captain of the team, but he's not really fulfilled his promise. But he's he's decent enough. But those players should be able to exploit that. Mm. If Neymar is getting fouled by every single Switzerland player every time he gets the ball, then they need to they need to exploit that. They do, and, and, they, and, really they, and they didn't do, do they didn't do that. And yeah. and, and um, it was brilliant. There's one point. I don't know if you guys saw it. Neymar over by the touchline by the bench. He got fouled again. And in English, he looked over at the assistant. He did. And went, one, two, three. One, two. It sounded like the intro to a song. Yeah. I, I, I wish he had just got it. It sounded like the intro to... Um, um, James Brown's song. No, Lou Bega. I was about to say, Lou Bega, I think yeah. he was somewhere in the crowd going, that's me! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it one, one, two, three, four, motorway? Who did that one? Oh, Tom, Tom, Tom Robinson. Tom Robinson, yeah. 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 It's two, four, six, ain't Two, four, six, yeah. yeah. What a lovely goal from uh, Coutinho, though. It was a beaut. Delish. Mm, Not the was. best one of the tournament so far, though. <laughs> no. I can't even have that. It's interesting, wasn't it? Because it really looked like Brazil were in charge. 
charge for oh, the majority yeah. of the first half and Coutinho scoring seemed just, just par for the course really at that point. But they didn't really carve too many clear openings. They were quite dominant, but it really did feel like they'd probably get another, it would maybe be two, possibly three nil if they could finish with a bit of a flourish. But yeah. the Swiss did so well to get back into that game. They, they are sixth in the world and obviously the rankings have their problems, but uh, it, it, you know they don't mean nothing. Like Switzerland, I think, are a, are a huge, like are a much better side than people give them credit for. And they, they showed why there. They really stood up to what looked like was going to be a comfortable routine win at first. Yeah, you're right to suggest that the rankings do mean something, but when you said they don't mean nothing, I thought you were oh, like, sorry. they don't mean nothing. They don't mean you nothing. Just you, you know, them. And maybe a slightly controversial point, but a theory I think worth exploring nonetheless is that the Coutinho goal, you could almost see that that didn't affect Switzerland's confidence mm. because it was the type of goal where they were like, wow, what do you want to do about that? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't something we could have done better. Were, I mean, you could say, oh, maybe they could have got out to him quicker, but people always say that when, when the goals are scored like that. Mm. No one is stopping that goal. Football is a, is, a, is a sport that sometimes that can happen in and there's nothing you can do about it. And it didn't affect Switzerland. They just thought, right, back at it, crack on then. Uh, we're still in the game. And they and they they applied themselves really well. Speak, joking around about Barami, he had a brilliant game by the oh, way. Oh yeah, he was absolutely fantastic. They, they picked up three yellow cards, Switzerland. I thought it was going to be more than that when yeah, I looked actually. It's the rotation, which yeah. I know is, is a lot in one sense, but what they did actually, they 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 managed it pretty well, even though it is the sort of dark arts and so on and so forth. But Zuba arriving well with a five star header. Yes, it was a foul. Yeah, um, well, it, was a, it, it was a foul. VAR. Not interested in that. No, no, not, no, no. Mate. It was a foul, though, wasn't it? I'd like to think the referee. It was a foul. I'd like to think the referees in the uh, in, in the VAR booth are saying, "Ah, we could give that, but one all would make it a bit more interesting," <laughs> <laughs> which would make them extremely unprofessional. Of course, I, I honestly think. Okay, I don't want to talk about VAR, but I think that uh, VAR will be a very different beast outside the World Cup. This is the biggest tournament it's been used in. Uh, I think they are showing a little more reserve than they will in the future. So, yeah. Possibly, possibly. But, yeah. but you know, the, the the fact remains about that goal, though. That um, talking about Allison going for big money to the huge, biggest clubs in the world and being one of the world's best goalkeepers, uh, he's got he's got to come for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. he's three yards out. He's got to take it. He's got yeah, to dominate. I did, that. I did think that, but yeah. it, was, it was a satisfying one. When yeah, well, he powered it into you the net. You weren't saying that yesterday when I brought the keeper out in FIFA. That's all. <laughs> no, that that is true. <laughs> we were that's playing true. together. Jim, you're having that one. Headers are cool. Any <laughs> yeah, English goal, cool. bang. That was, that was very very cool. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. You know, like, when it slapped the net, I thought that's Jan Collaresque. Oh, come on, the little bonus. Absolutely, anyone can power a header from three yards out. Well, no, no, not anyone can because you've got to meet it. Come on, don't take away. It wasn't a crowded penalty box, but it wasn't. A arriving Did you late. enjoy it? Yes, well, I did Thank you. you. Thank well, you for answering the question. I enjoy most No girls. further ones. <laughs> no further ones. <laughs> I think, um, uh, sorry, just, yes. um, I, I think it's worth pointing out as well um, in, re, with regards to Brazil's performance. I think Brazil, Spain and Portugal so far are the only teams where you can look at them and go, if you need to do something amazing to get something out of a game and dig it out, then, then they can. Yes. There have been Argentina have needed to do that and they've not been able to do it. Uh, Germany have needed to do that and they've not been able to do it. England will obviously do it tomorrow as well, uh, <laughs> later on today as well. Yeah. Uh, but you, you look at those three teams and think actually already you've hit the ground running and you can you can pull it out when you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Brazil play Costa Rica next, who are twenty five to one to beat the boys from uh, Brazil uh, with bet three six five ten pound on that will return two hundred and sixty pound including stake. There we go. Mm, absolutely. And, and what I mean by that is because uh, obviously Brazil. Only drew the game, but that Coutinho goal was ridiculous. Brazil have anything clear, but Brazil still, still got something score. more in the tank. That, that's, that's but I don't think obvious. you could. But Argentina and Germany could do that. Could do that. Oh, theory. absolutely. In theory, they it's could. But the we, we've seen these teams do it already. It's only well for them. The first game, brother. 
Mm. All right. <laughs> I can't wait for the second round of games. Mm. So, stop saying that. Well, when England uh, muff it up, I'll be like, it's only the first game, guys. <laughs> no, if England win 3 0 tonight, tomorrow you will not be saying that. I'll say, that's it. Tournament over. <laughs> you, you had a go at me for saying that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you mentioned Costa Rica. They'll need a win in the next game because they were beaten by Serbia. Great free kick from Kolarov. Yeah. Mitrovic oh, should have oh, scored. He, he should have scored. He should be off the mark. I thought he led the line quite well, held up the ball in oh. many different situations, but yeah, he, he does have that in his locker. What was that? That was good. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Patrice Evra. Um, but, uh, but, I, I think Patrice Evra is just um, uh, clapping like a, an invisible dragon on he could see. Because <laughs> he's yeah. that mad. Yeah. He's going, hey, well whoa, whoa, whoa. done, well yeah. done. Does the dragon belong to you? And do you call it Pete's dragon? Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, no, he's a very laid back man. Um, <laughs> Right, that's enough. Get out. You've had your <laughs> 15. Uh, Mitrovic's overhead kick was delightful, wasn't it? Nearly. No, it was a delightful effort. Yeah, all right. God, blimey. What's that with Tough you? to please, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Serbia looked the better side, though. They yeah. were the better team, and yeah, I think yeah. Mitrovic had, had a hat full of chances, and on another day, perhaps he would have missed them again. <laughs> but, uh, on, on another day after that, he might have scored them. Come on, that's um, harsh. I think they Kolarov was a great goal. They would, though. Yeah. they would have won the game a lot more convincingly if if, if Mitrovic took his chances. They were the better team. Milinkovic Savic looked good. Looked like he's he's that was his, I think that was his, his first competitive game for Serbia. So while that hype trains up and running, he's not mm. a hugely experienced international player. So Only the first game. He settled in. Um, he settled in nicely to that. Um, yeah, Serbia are clearly better than Costa Rica, and and they you'd expect them to to come out of the group after what we've seen. Definitely. Would you, yeah. would you, would you, would you, would you yeah. rate them yeah. above Switzerland? Oh yeah, I think I think I think they'll finish second behind Brazil. You rate, you rate the... Serbia above above Switzerland? Correct. I, I I think that's tight. I think that's close. Only yeah, only just. But I I, I do. That's what I, I would think. I think they've got. Um, I, I think Switzerland going forward didn't show it's difficult against Brazil. I just think with old Mitro up there, but with some of Serbia's more creative players as well, I think they will create chances. Mm. Switzerland, it will be relying on. Well, as we saw the set piece, maybe a little bit of magic from. Shakiri, although he did uh, he did try some fancy footwork and then just got smothered a few times. But again yeah. against Brazil, yeah. it's difficult that, to see. But it will be a good game. I look forward to that one, Serbia v Switzerland. That's that. Just going back to that very very quickly, I, something I forgot to say about Shakiri is that you know he's been heavily linked with Liverpool and playing under Klopp. I, I really hope he signs for, for Liverpool because Klopp will not ex- accept any of that nonsense that, that yeah. he gets away with at Switzerland and he got away with at Stoke and he could become a. It's the it'll be the best move for his career by miles if he could step up to it because at international level no one is saying to it I mean it's almost a similar thing to the Germany thing he's playing in front of a, I know he drifts around and he plays in different positions but essentially he starts the game in front of Lichsteiner who's 34 yeah. against Brazil mm. you know it's like, it's like if you could if you just if you just added a bit more work rate to your game, mm. you wouldn't have to worry about. It. There's a basically there's a reason he's no longer at Bayern Munich as well. Yeah, saying. well, I mean, yeah, it was a while ago. Wasn't yeah, it? but you understand what I mean, though. Yeah, he, well, he, but I mean, people have, have quite generously um, reminded me of something I said about him about seven years ago or whenever it was that he's a very talented player and so on. But if he doesn't apply himself properly, and I think I said he could end up playing for somebody like Bolton. Yeah. And of course... And he ended up at Stoke. And he ended yeah. up at Stoke, which is not a far cry. And again, no disrespect to Bolton or Stoke and so on, but a player for those capabilities and abilities yeah. uh, who was on the books of Bayern. Did he play for Inter as well, maybe? You know, he, he, he could have... And we thought he was going to kick on. He's got a wonderful look at, look hat-trick at, in the last one. body shape. I know he's um, barrel-chested and stuff, <laughs> but that is a player who's carrying a little bit more timber than you'd expect. He's like a barrel play. with yeah. a tree trunk through the middle of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Volvo man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he is. Um, um, 
Uh, well, did you have some emails, guys? You've got a couple of... Couple oh, of yes. yes. Can yeah, I just mention in. briefly, Ivanovic, 104th cap, becoming Serbia's most cap player? No, you can't. All right. Okay, uh, correspondence. <laughs> um, hello to uh, Matt. Uh, he's a Socceroo fan. Uh, good day, lads. Just a quick heads up in uh, case you were unaware, but there is currently riots in the streets of every town and city in Australia due to uh, the mobile phone service provider Optus having exclusive rights to all... Of the World Cup games. Being the highest bidder has allowed them to broadcast every World Cup game live. The issue is, though, they've never had a TV channel or streaming service before. So every oh, no, game, no. without fail, cuts off after 15 seconds and comes back with an error message. Uh, Their excuse? We didn't realise so many people would be on the service at once. Oh, God. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently, Pete, they've had to, um, they've agreed that SBS, a free-to-air TV service... Are going to take some of the... Uh, have bandwidth, take, no, have so to it, take over for the next 48 hours <laughs> while they sort it out. Oh, man. And yeah. we'd like to uh, introduce our new uh, sponsor, yeah. <laughs> Optus. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Matt. Uh, hello to uh, Bob. Hello, Rambler. Seeing Nobby Solano on the TV reminded me that uh, someone I used to work with lived in the same cul-de-sac as him in Newcastle. He used to play his trumpet all hours of the day, but would also mow everyone's lawns and wash their cars. At Christmas, he bought his neighbours Christmas presents too. What a guy. Like, like a kid trying to get pocket money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang, on, hang on, everyone's. Nobby Solano. He wouldn't wash, I, I doubt he'd wash them like by himself. He'd get them washed, wouldn't he? Well, it's still odd. He'd have a man in. He'd yeah. have like a player liaison in or something. He's obviously a good, he's obviously a good guy. Good but guy. the thing is, on that note, Pete, we have to really work out out of Iceland, Peru, and Mexico so far, who are our favourite sort of mm. second teams are. Because Mexico, they charmed me yesterday. Yeah. 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 Been a lot of Mexican waves going around generally. But um, not in the Mexico game, obviously. No, perhaps. perhaps <laughs> no, that <laughs> wave was just a wave, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it would just be a wave, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. But how would you rank a Mexico, Peru, Iceland? Um, and how much, how much you've enjoyed them so far? Mexico would be top, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, it'd be Mexico, <laughs> Iceland, Peru. For but me. It's, it's the thing is with Peru, it was just so gutting that they didn't score. I think if Peru mm. had got a point, they'd have got that equaliser. In fact, back heel had gone in. Ah. It. But yeah. it didn't. Yeah, and we roll on. Yeah. Any more, Peter? Much. That's it. Uh, well, this is final one from Chris oh, Shaw. Oh, good, good, good. Well, I was going to show it in later on, but uh, Chris Shaw, uh, you know you're a five on the uh, Fevometer. Uh, when you find yourself welling up listening to three lines, 98. 98? Wow. Now, I heard this uh, on my radio station. We a couple still of believe. It's just we still believe. We still believe. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, I, 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 it's, like a, it's like a tribute to the 96 version. Well, it is, I'm because yeah. don't they sing, it, there are lines in it that says we're coming home, which obviously yeah. was at Euro 96 when football, England were hosting the tournament. So that made sense. Mm. Yeah. We got, they just thought mm-hmm. cash in. It's a cash in. Yeah, When I listen, Listened to a some sort of World Cup compilation playlist mm. on the way into the studio last Wednesday for our first World Cup show. It had um, three lines and three lines ninety eight on it. Right, and I end up listening to both of them. Did you get involved with the uh, Emma Colour Space Girls Ocean Colour scene on top of the world? No, no I do remember that. Not familiar <laughs> yeah. with that one. Yeah. Not familiar with it. England's How Irish. Does it Black feel Great. to be, be on, on top, top of the world? world. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. yeah. Got the trigger, I fire like this. Um, <laughs> I ended up listening to Vindaloo on repeat, I'll be honest. Vindaloo. Because yeah. that's the most underrated one, I'd say. Right, it's gentlemen. It's not underrated, come on now. <laughs> and, and I'm not someone who is a... I'll normally put a good amount of clear blue water between me and Keith Allen's work. <laughs> but that that is, is the exception that may may prove the rule. Uh, so, do, how, how do you feel on Fat Letters? I think he did a song called Naughty Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty Christmas. Naughty Christmas. <laughs> and I think Keith Allen might be jumping around in the back of the world in motion video. He is, well. he's yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the video, in the video. Yeah. Let's be clear about that. Belgium play Panama today. Yeah. Do, we, do, do we care? Naughty Christmas. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we will bloody well care if Panama win. Yeah, we yeah. certainly will. 
Do it for Beloy. Uh, yeah. It's not out of the realms of possibility, to be honest with this World Cup. Everything's possible. Indeed. I'd quite well, fancy Panama to nick something. <laughs> I'd oh, love that. Dare well, to dream. Oh, none, yeah. of, none of the big sides, and I'm including England in that, have really um, have re- hugely impressed so far, apart from Spain and Portugal. Spain were good. But, but they drew. I, I, don't think, they, they yeah, drew. I think Spain have been the best sides. I don't far, think Portugal either. were actually that good. I think Ronaldo was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, Spain yeah. were the better team. I thought yeah. Spain looked... Yeah. At 3-2, but, they looked delicious. But let me put this to you, Jim. Belgium v Panama today. Yeah. Yes or no? Are you daring to dream? I am absolutely daring to dream. Pete Donson. I saw Martinez uh, being interviewed at the, uh, on, in the same. Did you not hear the pro- question? In the same program. Know, okay. In the same program as Gareth Southgate. Uh, so I'm going with a yes. I am daring to dream. Panama could get something. Belgium, Panama. Are you daring to dream? I think, I think, I think I'm going to dare to dream. <laughs> That's a full house. But we are all daring to dream. Cameraman Sam, are you daring to dream? Do it for Beloy. <laughs> Do it for the Panamanian player Beloy. Yeah. That's all we ask. Um, well, the manager of Tunisia, going uh, to, to Tunisia versus England, believes that Deli Ali is England's danger man, and he said they'll try and inhibit uh, the partnership Ali and Kane share on the field. Inhibit um, the partnership! Now he said... <laughs> what a shout. Now he said that, don't play Ali. I'd yeah. love... It. Get <laughs> someone else in there. I would love to um, to have Nabil Malal... Was it Mal- Malul? Malul, Nabil Malul, just hear him on one of the, pit, the pitch side mic saying, <laughs> inhibit the partnership. Mike, it's what better. do we talk about? Remember, remember last year when it was, I think it was Fabian Delph and uh, Kevin De Bruyne and uh, they were doing some filming with it. They were doing like a Snapchat, um, Snapchat video and Kevin De Bruyne uh, tries to film Fabian Delph and Fabian Delph thinks it's a photograph but, <laughs> but, but um, uh, De Bruyne just goes, he, he screams at Delph like really loud it's a video say something it's a video <laughs> and I can't get say something it's a video out of my head maybe he'll do that into the camera if he scores <laughs> but you know go, go and score something it's a video on England it sounds a bit like hair lip from the League of Gentlemen yeah. no it sounds like uh, the kid in the Simpsons that goes I can't run I'm full of chocolate <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a bit of I'm August- Kevin De Bruyne I found but, my I found my, uh, my your, my niche, your party the, piece uh, yeah. Marcus bit of August gloop in there as yeah well. I'd say so uh, any um, j- slightly any German any country, stereotype any country that borders Germany my, yeah, my mate, who were my, beaten by Mexico yesterday <laughs> my, <laughs> lest my, we forget my mate Mark uh, was one was like an extra or like a, a, well a featured artist let's say in the film uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp and he was over one side of the Chocolate River he had one line it got cut from the film <laughs> the and it was river. and it was uh, oh that's a lot of chocolate like that Mark did Ainsley he? did Wrestle yeah, Me yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wrestle Me the, yeah, it should have been you Peter with that Kind of My friend uh, Blair played the young Willy Wonka in that film. Oh yeah, but and then yeah. went on to lead the country. Yeah, no, it wasn't him. But anyway, he uh, but he was of one side of the chocolate just with Johnny Depp, uh, and there was a lot in filming because they were resetting lights or cameras or whatever. And uh-huh. uh, and Mark just was striking up a conversation with uh, Johnny Depp. He went, "Oh, so how long are you in London for?" And Johnny Depp just sort of like did a sort of point at him to sort of say, "Give me a second, Shouted uh, at Tim Burton, Tim. <laughs> To stop the extra talking to Johnny Depp. Oh, wow. Tim! He's talking to me. One of them are talking to me. I've seen Marcus do that at a live ramble before. (laughs) Well, and you might well see it tonight. Oh, at the World Cup party. Yeah. Um, Can I just make a semi-serious point about England? Do you guys Uh, mind? We've got time. We've got time. It's a semi-serious point. Go on, on (laughs) It's just that we've all been very excited about England. um, I think probably in in a a slightly different way to what we would be normally. You did say semi-serious. It's blind faith usually, but now it's a bit like, well, we've got a bit of a plan. But what's really, really important is, uh, nice one, Pete, good new order reference, (laughs) is is that England take exactly what they're doing. And whereas it's easy to do it in warm-ups and qualifying games and friendlies, 
it'll be very, very interesting tonight to see how inhibited they are in a tournament itself. Mm. And that is really, we can talk about Gareth Southgate, how impressive he's been, how good the camp looks, how good the players look. But actually, it counts for nothing mm. if they don't apply that directly to a tournament situation, which is a lot easier said than done, by the way. Well, if Big so Nabble, that's, the, that's the big question mark over If Big Nabble's on the sidelines shouting, inhibit them, yeah. then, then they could well be inhibited. you know. But Harry Kane said he can't wait to get out there and show the world what he's got. Mm. England are 5-1 to one to beat Tunisia 2-0 tonight. Ten, ten pound with bet 365 returns, £60 including stake, should the three lines get off to a winning start. Indeed. Um, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the World Cup Ramble, sponsored by Bet365. Gentlemen, we're up. Eh? <laughs> England, England are coming to football town. Uh, and of course, those of you who will be at the Ramble World Cup party tonight, we look forward to seeing you gorgeous people there. But me and my Luke and my Jim and my Pete were off to Waterloo. Lukey has got a massive bucket of Vindaloo. As so, ever. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. I'll never leave home without it. Say goodbye. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, Jim Campbell. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. Say something, it's a video. It's <laughs> and it's goodbye from me and from London. London goodbye.